Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. Oh, that's there's no traffic at all, is there? There. Um, I'm uh, I'm Matthew Keeling, and I'm on the way to work with Richard Easterbrook. So we're doing a podcast for you to preview the game against um, Birmingham City on Saturday afternoon. Um, uh, we've got I've seen Richard since ooh, last Wednesday when we did the preview pod for uh, the other games that were last weekend. You all right? Yeah, yeah. I haven't been in the office for over a week, so it's been a nice little break. And two two days of annual leave, and I'm I've been off for for a good week. So it's mad, isn't nice. it? It's yeah. good Easter, like for that. It's good for like it's more of a break than Christmas. I always find. Well, yeah, because you don't have to do like daft last minute rushing around. And although we did have a, like an Easter egg um, mission on Saturday, uh, do you know, you know it's really annoying. I might leave this for my hot take later. But right, okay. why do shops start restocking on a Saturday? I don't know. Like supermarkets, you have millions of Easter eggs left. They'll start restocking the shelves for like the summer, so all the seasonal aisles turn into like summer uh, aisles. Uh, yeah. They're just being too clever because there's loads of people who leave it till late to buy their Easter eggs because they've got small houses and they have, they've got nowhere to keep those Easter eggs if they've got lots of kids. Bulky Easter eggs. Yeah, un, un, unnecessarily, unnecessarily bulky. bulky yeah. For the amount of chocolate you get, considering that. It's probably you know, the only thing that hasn't been streamlined yet. Well, ninety percent of an Easter egg is is air, isn't it? Really? Yeah. You're buying a a very big box for very little content. But yeah, it has Amazon, been, mate. I've been streamlined in that you can recycle everything in it, but that's that's by the by. I used to like the Easter eggs where you get something inside the egg, like some sweets inside. Oh, the I got egg. I got um I got a small uh, one of the little Cadbury's nibbles ones. And I had all of it, obviously. And I had the inside the egg were caramel caramel nibbles, not even in a bag, just like oh, in. Just yeah, it was great. Yeah, oh, that's great. That's how it should be. It was like yeah. a side. Yeah, it was great. I had them both. Great. I fully expected it. But yeah, that was that was. I, I, I like Easter because it's 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 low. It, 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 there's no kind of like. Nerves and anticipation, and like, oh shit, we've got to go here and there and everywhere. Oh, he likes his present. Yeah, exactly. And you have to visit 150 people to, and then you're kind of diluting the enjoyment, and you don't actually get to do anything that you want to do. And it's busier than actually being at work. But yeah, Christmas is shit, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. But but yeah, loved loved Easter and loved. It got lockdown vibes during the week because I was I had nothing planned. It was great. Just just doing nothing. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I left Tuesday. Um, <laughs> We're just having a call. I haven't spoken to Richard for a while. We'll, we'll do this after. Um, I was off Tuesday and I'd had the same sort of thing. And I, I 
just couldn't really go to the pub again, essentially. Um, right, well, the football was interesting anyway. We had uh, four points, which we both said we would get, but it came the other way around. Yeah. Well, I said, like, if we're serious about finishing the season on a high, we've got to get a minimum four points, and it could have been... But we should have had six, really. Five seconds away from being six. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, like, you know, I said on Saturday... Well, not on Saturday, I said on Friday night during the... Uh, Disastrous reaction pod. Um, that I'm just, I'm just expecting someone to pop up now and start shouting four four two. But no, <laughs> it's. Uh, I said I would have felt a little worse about it had had we still had something to play for. Um, yeah, I, I, I was unaware of how close that would have put us to the to the playoffs, and also that we sit now. I think I think it was like a lot of the other results as well on Monday, like and Friday. Went for us and sort of when when Hull scored the penalty, I wasn't asked really. I was like, oh well, it was a good game because I'd had a nice time. Yeah, it was. It was like it felt a bit like a you know a free not a free hit, but like the, there, there was a lot of the pressure that we had earlier on in the season probably wasn't there, and that, that's probably like testament to Tony Mowbray kind of managing the expectations of the club, and then ah oh, well, whatever happens happens, and then actually had we, uh, had we kind of sorted ourselves out. Yeah, uh, it, yeah, but four points from the weekend—it's it's, it's a good thing. Um, you've still got to say, like, getting into the playoffs at this stage—it's it's, four it's points with five games to go. It's a stretch, though. It's, you know, you've, it's a stretch because we're tenth. Yeah. If we were seventh, with four points and five games to go, or whatever it is, then you'd be like, yeah, because you've got to like overtake one team. You got to overtake three or four to get in there. We've still got to play West Brom, which you can look at either way. Mm-hmm. We've still got to play Watford again, which you can look at either way. But then you've got, you know, Millwall, Blackburn, Coventry. We can't do anything about them teams. So no. if they win three of the next five, then that's it. Um, well, I guess we'll have to see. Yeah. We've got Preston last game of the season. So yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Have we got five or six games left? Five. Five. Five games left. I think if we did do it, if we did get into the playoffs, I think that's probably the biggest, biggest achievement as a club, easily in the last thirty years. Um, with considering what, yeah, he's had to work with, and we've we've had. I think we had two fit strikers for about six games of the season. Yeah. Ross Stewart's played 11 games so to do this with to do what you know Mowbray's done now with this squad it's for all it's talented it's very raw to do this job I think he's done a brilliant job but yeah. you know one or two more reinforcements and what was that? But can't tell me to keep my hand on the steering wheel which it was it was um, yeah anyway yeah he's done a good yeah, he's done just done a really good job. So we'll just have to. It's quite nice. It's not like last season where we were desperately fighting to get into the playoffs, thinking, "Oh God, if we don't, then that's just a complete disaster." If we don't, we don't, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know, in the fall, really close. But I guess we'll just have to see. But we've got. Um, well, we have to win on Saturday, and we play uh, our friends from the West Midlands. Yeah, they've they've been in good in good form. Um, won two in the last three or two in the last four they haven't they haven't lost 
four games now so yeah they're they're no I don't want to say they're no mugs but it, whatever but we should be looking to win against Birmingham they're, they're they're just one of the one of the many clubs in the championship that you think oh they were in the Premier League like 15 yeah. years ago or so maybe less well less yeah with us yeah with us and you look at it now and it's like oh god they're just an also run you're just a team that you forget about um, quite dismissive actually yeah well we so. beat them earlier in the season yeah. um, Ahmad scored that wonderful goal which I missed and they've got they've got some handy players as well that, that Hannibal's a bit of a, a bit of a prospect he's got a bit of bite about him yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's really bad but no, they, they have, you know, and also, like, there'll not be, uh, there'll be players in there that, that Tony Mowbray's well aware of as well. Like, he, he managed Lukas Djukovic when he was, when he was a middle yeah, yeah. so. You can imagine he's aware of Troy Deeney as well. Yes. So there's lots of, like, wily championship ca- campaigners in there. Um, John Ruddy in goal. Gary Gardner. Yep. Got another famous sibling. We've got Joby Bellingham as well. Oh yes, of course. Yeah. So, lots of, lots of talent in there. They've, they've put Big together. Bingo. Can you just give that to your brother? <laughs> they've put together quite a decent run, so, so it'll be it'll be tough. But yeah, well, they're safe, aren't they? And they they come here with a bit of freedom. I think they've got fifty points, uh, so they won't they won't be getting the playoffs, but they won't be getting relegated. Um, which probably makes a bit of a change for them going into the last echelons of the city. Is that the right word? Echelon? Um, probably not. Uh, the last. Well, just put that through a queue and you can edit that later. Yeah. And uh, the last knockins of the season. Yeah, that'll do it. Um, <laughs> just. Uh, yeah, with nothing to play for because the last. I think the last few seasons have been needing stuff up and up. Until and including the last day of the season, just to make sure. Um, but not this year, so it'll be interesting to see what they do when they come to town on Saturday. Really, um, you'd think similarly to Hull, there'd be no point coming for the draw. No, no, there won't be. Um, I mean, they want to be, they want to be putting distance between them and the. I think still, they're still mathematically. Still mathematically possible for them to be relegated, so they'll want to put a little bit of distance. Um, and there's, there's no good from us drawing. Uh, nah, draw for us in this game. It's yeah, and as much as you know, as much as Mowbray has kind of done a good job in managing expectations and maybe taking the pressure off the players a bit, they'll all be able to see the league table and also be able to kind of feel that opportunity because like, it is an opportunity. It's a massive it is. opportunity. Like, However, it's not, it's not a massive opportunity. It's a big opportunity if we get it. It's a big prize. It's a big prize, yeah. However, yeah. however small the chances are, that you know we've got to give it everything we can. Yeah. It's weirdly probably the first game for months where there's a bit of pressure on the players this week because having written the season off, which Mowbray did, well, he did do the, well. Yes, well, well, I did, yeah. and uh, you know if, if I'm wrong, so be it. But Mowbray did, and then was clearly. Told not to do that, yeah, and then came out and said, "Oh, well, we're still fighting for the place." Which I never said we, we, no one ever said we weren't trying to win. We just said that the chances are 
was so removed that we had nothing to play for. And look yeah. at the football it's resulted in. Like look yeah. at the, like look at they've obviously been playing with that sort of freedom and whatever happens happens. And you, I hope that now we are a little bit closer and now it is a scant possibility. I hope that we just play in the same way because when we don't play fluidly, we are rubbish. Well, that's that, that's it. This is because of the injuries and because of the, the of, of what happened in January. We've got a team as young, raw, very, just very, very one not one dimensional, just but. But we have one we way of playing. Yeah, we've got one way of playing. If we can't play that game, if you look at you know how we played against Sheffield United when they kind of nullified us to an extent, um, stopping us being able to play it out from the back and. Just, just kind of killing, killing our technically good players. It, it, it becomes very easy for them to play against. Luton did that as well yeah. until we changed the shape. Um, I think like other clubs, you know, like Rotherham and the other teams that um, Coventry are, are kind of we, yeah. we said about like kind of them developing a blueprint for, for beating us. It's not really a difficult blueprint. It's probably just written on the back of a fag packet, just saying like or vape packet, whatever people do now. <laughs> But um, why, why are vape shops massive? By the way, I don't know. Actually, I don't understand because you walk, you walk past them and it's like just see a sea of space for like what oh, is essentially you know a tiny little pen yeah, it's filled with nicotine. Anyway, I, I, I digress. Um, digress. But yeah, right. like the tactic to beat us isn't that difficult. It's just just just, pre- just play with a bit of a high press and uh, we kind of just shrink. Yeah. Then just stand stand on our lads' toes. Yeah. Oh yeah. We'll just kick him. Yeah. Uh, well, team wise, um, obviously Gallart didn't play on Monday. Yeah. Which he must have been thinking. Well, <laughs> it's quite, it was quite funny. His first great, not first great game, but he played. He put together a really decent performance um, against uh, against Hull. Took his goal really well. And it, that goal, as I said during the pod, that goal really kind of like gave him like a like superpowers and in the second half because he was like chasing down balls that he that he doesn't chase. Yeah, he generally. was really good on Friday. I was just like, well, he was. He wasn't. He wasn't for a bit. He was. Terrible. When he scored, though, he, he, he scored, did change yeah. the, change the way he played. To be fair to him, it's, it's really funny imagining him go off like after what ten minutes to go swimming. Over took him off. Yeah, he played really well last one. Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah about, about that. Then <laughs> uh, um. he would have had he would have had a nice time on Monday as well because Cardiff were like abysmal, so he would have yeah. really got probably got in behind. But there's obviously you know method in Mowbray's thinking. Uh, I'll have the usual, please. All right, no worries. I'll have one of them twist things as well. All right, one twisty. Right. Yeah. Hi, what can I get for hey, you? All right, can I get uh, two large lattes and a chocolate twist, please? Anything else? Is that everything? No, that's everything, thanks. Right, do you want to tell me anything, thanks? Here's all Thank of that. Uh, yeah, I was saying... Um, yeah. What was I saying? Women's in Europe. You were talking about Gellard playing really well. Yeah, and then, yeah, but I think you were, like they were bad. You know, obviously, there was method in what Mowbray did because we won the game. We should have won the game more comfortably, or, or you know, in all honesty, on Monday. Um, but do you think you come back in? or? Yeah, well, I think Mowbray just looked at those two games and did the maximum rotation that he could do which was yeah. quite limited considering you know he couldn't couldn't call on on Luke 9 as he was as, as you know there was a, a chance his wife was going 
going to give birth so six six hour trip was, was was considered too far that said he's, he's going to be back in the, the team this weekend would he come back in? well he, I'd, I'd put him back in yeah you know unless I think so they'll probably have quite his, well without him they'll probably have his phone on him like <laughs> yeah our lads have got to go like <laughs> <laughs> why is he not back? Uh, um, but I mean that wouldn't happen in the 50s would they? they didn't go to the birth of the kids dads yeah. did they just went to the pub just how it should be shouldn't be <laughs> <laughs> a joke um, but yeah I'd, I'd bring him back in um, four. That's, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd probably go back to a back four um, I don't know I'd leave it I think mm, it did work it did work quite well but I don't know I quite like having the solidity of a, I don't think we've got the personnel for a back a back three plus plus wing backs I don't know yeah, maybe I, he will come back in. I'm just, you know, playing devil's, devil's advocate, and that's it. He can come really in come anywhere across the back, couldn't he? So, well, yeah, you uh, could, yeah, you could put him anywhere. You know, he can. He could be a third centre half. He could be a second centre half. He could be a wing back. Could play in midfield. Can't play up front. No, can't play well. Can't play in goal. Be very good in midfield either. Um, yeah, he probably will come back in. I think, as we said, Galhart will come back in. I don't think Ekwell will come back in. I think he'd leave it as it was on Monday. Yeah, hopefully, it's like he's, his like Ekwell's confidence hasn't been damaged too much by by that because it shouldn't be all on him. You know, it's one one individual mistake. Um, oh yeah, he gave a penalty away. Yeah. I think it was stupid. Yeah, well, it was stupid, but you can't you know you can't dwell on it. No, I know. Like you know, we people. Players make mistakes. It happens. It was a foul throw as well. Actually, it was quite annoying. Um, yeah, leading up to the penalty. Well, that kind of stuff tests. You know, we know when when the famous adage that you know all you need to do to succeed at Sunderland, the fans will love you if you just try hard. Yeah, it, it's not always. It's not always true. Like those ironic, ironic cheers for Hume because he gave away the, what, the second, third goal. Was oh, yeah, that was third, pretty, second goal? Yeah, it was bad. Third goal, wasn't it? Third goal, yeah. When he gave that away because he, he thought stopped he watched play. it out. Stopped yeah. playing. And when he when he made sure of a header, the keeper stopped playing as well, though. Yeah, like. Yeah. But the amount of times like linesmen give that as out when yeah, it's not. Yeah. And you look at like. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. 
If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Uh, yeah, can do. Yeah. It's still recording. I just, I just had to do that. I was just on top, sorry. Thanks. I know. Nearly back now. Cheers, all up. Cheers, thanks a lot. Cheers, all the best. That's not in there. There it is. Um, we're back now. <laughs> we're rinsed to be seen whether you heard... Acosta ordering there um, and paying and almost spilling it down the centre like of the car. No, well, people, no. We've got to see what people do like because they don't like the pub when people are shouting. <laughs> they don't like us when we've had slightly too much to drink. They thought I had too much to drink last Good Friday, which was hilarious. It was sober. <laughs> sober. It didn't even have any drinks. It does, affect, did I? It does affect us. It's like some kind of like osmo- osmosis drunkenness. Is it like the. Social experiment where you give someone six pints of non-alcoholic beer and they end up pissed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's yeah, yeah. Um, no, well, I think what they're like is Gareth and Stephen uh, talking about finances with Chris Weatherspoon. Yeah, well, it's quite funny that. And you can go and listen. You know what? If that's what you like, that's what you like. Go and listen to that. It was quite funny that after the Friday disaster, uh, Gareth and Stephen both. Were airlifted into uh, mm. to rescue the the Monday reaction pod because <laughs> obviously you couldn't be trusted. Well, I, no, no. So the, <laughs> I was in the harbour on Monday. I was in the harbour all weekend, to be honest. And uh, I got a message of Steve, of Gareth going, "Me and Stephen are coming to the harbour," and it very much felt like a summons. Yeah. <laughs> but then, it's an intervention. <laughs> but then, but then. I got there. I didn't sit with them. It was quite funny. I, I, I was with I was with her, my real mates, and uh, we. Uh, <laughs> no, but seriously, it was really busy when they came in. So I was with my dad and that. Um, and I went over to them after the game, and I was like, "You can do the pod, Stephen." And he was like, "No, well." And I was like, "No, no, you can do the reaction podcast." And then they turned it into like the Monday sort of thing, which was nice to be on. Yeah, it worked worked quite well actually. Um, uh, yeah, I understand now we're probably just doing like a production meeting which we, we don't need to do but yeah but oh, funny really yeah I think we're talking won't like this either no no they won't that, that's fine I mean, they'll get a full refund on, on the, the price of this podcast um, yeah so yeah we're just, just saying about Equa before the break hopefully he doesn't dwell on it too much and he'll get back into the team and he, he kind of these young players need to kind of shake off any disappointment fairly quickly because if you're not learning from it it's, it's like you know you don't want to repeat and you can only get better from there you know yeah, if you're not learning from it that's where the problem is but yeah. if, you, if you you know if you're making mistakes and errors and daft stuff on the pitch and you are learning from it that's at the end of the day why a lot of these players are here I think he does. Um, he does do an, an important. Well, he has done an important job in the games that he's played. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did all right against Hull. Mm. Far from that. He'll do the stuff that that Evans, Corey Evans, did, and Daniel doesn't do as well. And that's not a slight on Daniel. It's just that that's not his game. 
um, in breaking up the play and just making the easy pass on. Whereas that that frees up Dan Neil to kind of to to go you know five ten yards further up the pitch and impact the game a little on it in a different way rather than having to work back defensively all the time. Yeah, agree. Agree. Agreed. Right. Um, are we going to win? I think so. I think it's going to be. I mean, look, you look on in the table and you think, oh, it's, we should easily win that. And you look at the, their team and you think, yeah, they're not really a match for, for our attacking force, but they've put together a decent They'll be quite solid, you'd think, as well. Yeah. So. I think they'll be quite gnarly and full of championship nous and clever. And they'll bring a few fans as well, and their fans are always very loud. Yeah, and I guess it'll it'll be nice for them to see a stadium that's that's not a building. Now asbestos, isn't it? Yeah, which is quite funny. Yeah, I think it's that's Coventry's fault, that you know. Probably is. Coventry just go from ground to wrecking ground, things, ruin, ruining it. Yeah, yeah I'll just just put a bit of asbestos in this. Uh, <laughs> just put a bit of rust on this steel girder that's now going to fall off. Despite it being built on twenty five years ago. Incredible. I know. Yeah, it's mad that. But anyway, are we going to win? Yes. Score. Uh, 2-1 I think we'll win 2-1 as well actually I need to get every score right in order to have a chance of beating Tom Walsh in the prediction league um, for the rest of the season which I'm not going to do I don't think I've got a correct score right since September Um, don't forget um, really important news don't forget uh, your season ticket deadline is at 12 o'clock today yeah, um, I've done mine. Um, so you do yours. I didn't have to do anything on mine. It's all over you. Well, if yours isn't on all over you, why is there no one on the road? This is weird. That's annoying. Can, can we go, Greg's as well? We can do some dinner actually. Um, do that. But also, no, it's how we used all of the slip road there. Yeah, but unnecessary really. No, it's, it's how you're supposed to use. It, slip road. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, buy your ticket for our event, which is yeah, coming yeah. I've I've spent a couple of days this week doing a bit of production on the the videos and the backdrops and all of the all of the nice little elements that we'll see. So I got I got quite excited about it. Got right. pretty much immersed in a nineteen seventy three kind of uh, nostalgia. Basically, had two days of work doing it. Yeah, this stuff looks well. Richard's done looks really good. So there's any there's not many. There's a hand a literal handful. Of tickets left um, for the show, which is on the 27th of April at the Customs House. And we're going to be joined by Vic Hallam. Vic Hallam, um, the the number nine from from that that glorious season, that season I savour. I remember it well. Well, the funny the funny thing is, you look back on it and it's like it's ten years before I was born, and you know you know that cup run, you know that you almost like know the team because the team never didn't really change throughout the cup run yeah. um, Vic Hallam was added after the um, after the Reading game and uh, yeah it's just like set in stone it's like 10 years before we were born yet we can we can almost remember it from from the kind of the stories that our 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 parents told us and also kind of like the history of being a Sunderland fan it's kind of just drilled into us so it's almost like we were there really well we were only in a few years time we could tell people who were there because they're not really going to be able to tell the difference between a 50 and a 60 year old man way <laughs> um, anything else? Um, no 
good I might be back tomorrow after the match we'll see um, probably will uh, or someone will be anyway if I can't and uh, the dads will be back on Monday not from the Harbour View or they can do if they want but it's highly unlikely um, all that's yeah that's it really all that's left to say is thanks uh, thanks as ever for listening